Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Wednesday. This is Seattle Now. Two years of COVID masking and distancing have left our immune systems out of practice fighting other viruses. And now the flu is spreading rapidly. Seattle Times reporter Elise Takahama is here to talk about the spread of flu and how healthcare providers and people are managing it. But first, let's get you caught up. The last Boeing 747 left the assembly line in Everett last night. The jumbo jet is a workhorse carrying cargo, people, and presidents. And 54 years ago, when it rolled off the line, it was the largest commercial aircraft in the world. But the future is fuel efficient, and the 747s are gas guzzlers. Still, the existing planes will fly for decades. Alcohol is involved in about a third of fatal car crashes in Washington. Now, Senate Democrats have filed a bill to lower the blood alcohol content limit in the state's DUI law. Under the proposal, the Washington drunk driving standard would go from 0.08 to 0.05 blood alcohol content. Utah lowered the level in 2018. A similar bill failed in Oregon. And before we start the show, I just want to take a moment to ask for your support. Seattle Now is short, about 15 minutes, but it takes a lot of brain power to make it. And the truth is, the reason we can keep you informed each day is you. Your financial contributions make Seattle Now possible. Seriously, we're raising money for KUOW this week, and our goal is for 100 Seattle Now listeners to become donors. So take a moment, chip in what you can. There's a link in the show notes. And thanks. When you get that text that your meeting's canceled, you're not surprised. A lot of people are getting sick right now. Colds, flu, RSV, and COVID are all circulating and causing major disruptions to work, school, and, being the holidays, social schedules. 9% of hospital visits are for patients coming in with flu-like illnesses this season much higher than they would hover in a normal year, which is about 1%. Seattle Times reporter Elise Takahama wrote about the high prevalence of flu right now. She's here to let us know what's going on and what to expect in the next couple of months. Elise, thanks so much for taking the time. Sure thing. Thanks so much for having me. So, so many people are getting sick right now. People are out of the office. I read about a school district, not in Washington, that's closing down for the remainder of the week because they have so many absentees because of flu. And you just wrote about this. What are you hearing from people about what they're experiencing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's horrible to hear about that school. I think we've definitely been hearing the same thing here in Seattle and Washington. Um, the flu is really emerging right now, at least, um, as, as really the main virus that's that's getting people and that's getting people really sick. Um, you know, we've heard anecdotally from a lot of patients who are just saying that they're feeling like they've gotten hit by a truck. So it's a lot of body fatigue and exhaustion. Um, and I think it's just a lot of the sniffles and coughs that's also getting a lot of us after, you know, two plus years of not being, you know, out and, and interacting and socializing and being at school and work. Um, our immune systems just haven't built up the antibodies to, to fight the flu as well as they would have in the past. So it's really just hitting us really hard right now. Yeah, I heard an epidemiologist explain it like immune deficit. We have some kind of immunity debt going on because of the time we've spent indoors because of COVID. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the man you profiled in your story who ended up in the hospital with the flu. Tell me more about what happened to that man. 
Yeah, sure. Jay was really open and honest with talking with us. Um, he ended up in the hospital last, maybe it was two weeks ago now. Um, it was the morning after Thanksgiving where he started to feel symptoms. He had a really nice holiday uh, with some family, his son and his son's fiance. And then the weekend after, they all just were hit so hard with symptoms. Um, and Jay ended up going to the VA hospital down in Beacon Hill. He was feeling dizzy. He couldn't stand on his own. And he ended up staying there for, I believe it was a full, at least a full week. His main message to to me and I think to everyone who is hearing about him is just that he really is encouraging people to get their flu shots. He had had a bad reaction to a vaccine in the past. And so he is not very comfortable getting them usually. And so he did have to miss his son's wedding because he was in the hospital with the flu. And, you know, I mean, that's that's something you can't get back. And that's something that was really devastating for him and his family. Yeah, yeah. Grateful that he is okay. But like you said, he missed some important events in his life because of this and probably felt awful. Awful, Mm -hmm, it sounds mm -hmm. like. Elise, let's talk about numbers. Public Health Seattle King County is saying that flu activity is high right now. What can we learn about where we are and how it compares to previous years? Yeah, it's very high right now in King County. The state of Washington is also reporting, quote, a very high flu level right now in the community. The winter of 2019 into 2020, it was, I mean, flu numbers were much, much lower than this year. I think we were testing at this, especially at this point in the season, we were testing, you know, maybe 6% uh, positive for flu in general out of all the laboratory tests that some of the uh, public health folks were doing. And now we're already at 30% positive, um, which basically means that it's very, very common right now. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about Jay, who ended up being hospitalized. But the first stop for most people is your doctor, your provider. And clinics are seeing an influx of patients with flu-like symptoms. Let's talk about the strain on the healthcare system. How are providers managing this right now? Uh, not well. <laughs> they are definitely struggling. Um, and we've been hearing from hospitals, especially the pediatric hospitals, that they are so over capacity right now. And, you know, of course, this is something that we've been hearing for the past month or, you know, I mean, past year, if not past several months. So right now in King County, at least, I believe, the percent of emergency department visits that most King County hospitals are seeing is, you know, almost not nine to 10 percent is some sort of respiratory illness, um, whether that's the flu or COVID or RSV. Um, and again, flu is, is really the, the worst that we're seeing right now. COVID levels, fortunately, are not, you know, looking to be that bad yet. Um, And RSV, even though data is a little bit spotty um, since we're lagging a little bit from some of the hospitals, but um, but RSV is looking like it might be hitting um, a a slowing point. So hopefully we'll see those numbers start to go down. But flu is still definitely increasing. Yeah. And who's being hit by the flu? Are cases higher in certain populations? Yeah, right now, kids are definitely being hit hard as well as older adults. Um, So right now, like I said, the pediatric hospitals such as Children's um, and up in North Seattle are really, really overwhelmed right now. Um, They are basically boarding kids where they can, um, but that means hallways, that means, you know, conference rooms that have been repurposed into, into rooms with beds in them. Um, and then we're also hearing Marybridge Hospital down in Tacoma is, is seeing basically the same thing. 
Yeah. Let's talk about the vaccine because we do have a level of protection available to us. How soon are you protected once you get vaccinated and how well is this year's vaccine working? It is sounding like it takes about up to two weeks for you to start to feel the uh, effects of the shot. We do know that the flu vaccine works, you know, it's effective in in preventing against some of these really severe symptoms. And so medical providers are really saying that's the number one thing you can do to protect yourself now. Um, In addition to, of course, you know, being smart and masking up if you have symptoms. But, you know, the first step is is definitely the vaccine, according to some of these uh, medical providers. And it's not too late. Um, so even though it seems like the flu season has definitely already reached some some high levels, it's not too late to get the flu shot in order to get protected before, especially Christmas or other other December holidays. All right, Elise. So masking, of course, washing hands, very important. Getting vaccinated for the flu. There's a lot of ways we can protect ourselves and try to keep the flu out of our system. The season is early. We were talking about this about a month ago, even. What does it mean for the end of the flu season? What are doctors saying about that? Yeah, that's a great question. That's something that we have been asking a lot about, too, because, you know, of course, we want to know what projections look like. Um, Right now, it is a little bit up in the air still. Um, I think usually the hope is that if a surge hits sooner, then it might be over sooner. But that's really not necessarily the case, it's sounding like when a virus gets into a community that is vulnerable or susceptible to becoming ill, um, aka doesn't have the antibodies built up for a certain virus, then it basically just surges through that community and, you know, can infect a lot of people. And so because, as we were saying, that pool of, of potential people to get sick is just so much larger this year than it has been in the past years, I mean, the flu is just is racing through our community. You'll see the numbers start going down once there are basically no more people who can fall ill with the flu. So we will definitely be keeping a close eye on those numbers and checking in with um, some of the, the data folks who are looking at sequencing some of these uh, some of these viruses right now that's in the community. But hopefully we'll know a little bit more in the next few weeks. Well, we will be watching for more information on that. Elise Takahama is a reporter with the Seattle Times. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Jenny Cecil Moore produced today's episode. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Claire McGrain, Vaughn Jones, and Brandy Fullwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow.